Joe Saunders quits. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fred Junk here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter, at FredJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fudjunkie2006. Whine and cry and whine and cry, whine and cry, whine and cry, whine and cry and whine and cry, whine and cry. This dude talks nothing but mad shit. Over and over and over again. And when the going gets tough, he quit. I don't want to hear any of this BS that's going around on social media talking about it was a retirement. Talking about how could he fight another XYZ rounds with his eyes. Talking about he won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 rounds. Talking about, well, he did so much better than people gave him credit. Blah, 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 blah. Listen, I said prior to this fight, right-hand corner, Upper right-hand corner. Click it. It'll link back to the pre-fight prediction. Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders. I said this was put up or shut up time. This dude in and out of the ring is a straight up jackass. Now, I did not bet against Billy Joe Saunders because I think he's an ass. He is an ass. I bet against him because Canelo was the better fighter. All you heard from anybody that was backing Billy Joe Saunders or even trying to remotely make this a competitive fight, and we'll get into those scorecards in a minute, was Lara, 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 Lemieux, 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 Southpaw, 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 Jab, Jab, Jab. I mean, seriously, nobody bothered to mention the one thing, the thing I always point out in all of the videos, all of the caps, everything we talk about, not only are there levels, competition. Everybody just glossed over the fact that Billy Joe has fought nobody in his entire career 30-0 that came close to Canelo. It was ludicrous to compare Canelo to David Lemieux. It was ridiculous to think that Billy Joe Saunders could perform at this level like Lara did, who still lost a fight. Again, upper right-hand video, click it. Upper right-hand corner, click the video, check it out. I said all of this pre-fight, so I'm not just saying this after the fact. The point being... The excuses are already starting for Billy Joe. It's stunning to me how I said in my pre-fight podcast, regardless of what happens in this fight, there are going to be so many damn excuses. Now, I was expecting like, you know, oh, it was the ring canvas was too soft or it was the judges or it was the hand wraps. It was the gloat, right? So the dude gets gets smacked in his eyeball, goes to the corner and quits. 
And then all of a sudden, all these excuses for him quitting comes out. I mean, you have people going, oh, I don't like the quitting, the quitting analogy. Fighters shouldn't have to go out on their shield and blah. This is fighting. It's not tennis. It's not golf. Like, it's not go-kart racing. If you if you don't expect, especially these people that say that must not be betters, because if you bet on a guy, you want him going. I mean, you want him going. Now, should the doctor stop the fight? Maybe the referee? Who knows? If Billy comes out, starts getting smacked around, they probably would have stopped the fight anyway. In my opinion, that's a better way to go out than not wanting to come out of the corner. And not only that, it's different. It's different when you're a shit talker and all you do is talk smack about how you're going to do this and how you're going to do that and how everybody's avoiding you and you'll fight them in a phone booth. Remember this? I'll fight them in a phone booth? And then you're whining and crying and bitching and moaning and going to leave because you can't get a 90-foot ring, right? His trainer was literally measuring the ring the new one that they brought in that this dude drove 50 hours to bring a new damn ring for this crybaby because he was not going to fight unless he had a 22 inch damn ring. The ring that he has never fought in before in his life that big, but it was a necessity now. Guy drives 50 hours to bring this for him. His damn trainer's up there with a measuring tape. And what did I hear? These are mind games like Tyson Fury. You're shitting me. Tyson Fury has proven himself. Billy Joe Sanders ain't done shit. You know what he did do? Quit. Like, I'm not giving this guy, I'm not giving this guy the benefit of the doubt whatsoever. Everybody already knows he's a wanker outside the ring. And then you talk all this smack. For so long, not only against Canelo, from all the top guys, right? He's so avoided and his skill set's the best. I literally heard shit like he has the best jab in boxing. I'm not even kidding you. And since we're talking about total nonsense, Chris Mannix from DAZONE, you suck. Yeah, I said it. He actually had Billy Joe. <laughs> Oh, he actually had Billy Joe Saunders <laughs> winning the fight. I'm not even kidding. Like, seriously, you can't make this stuff up. Like, I'm ser- Like, it's embarrassing that these get- guys get paid to call the fight. Carl Froch, who you would think would be more biased to Billy Joe, actually had Canelo up. I mean, it's embarrassing. It it truly is. He was another one. I think it was in the. Uh, Soto fight with that ridiculous stoppage by Lawrence Cole. If you guys saw that, it was absolutely, it's sad. It's absolutely sad. We had mentioned something. This is Chris Mannix I'm talking about. Talking about, uh, well, I don't think fighters need to go out on their shield or some nonsense like this. Dude, you need to be covering tennis. Dude, you need to be covering bowling. Dude, you need to be covering go-kart racing. Dude, you need to be covering stargazing. Th- th- this sport is not for you. I mean, seriously, as a society, we're losing a lot of things. Things are changing. Can we at least keep the machismo of fighters being fighters? And I got to give credit where credit is due. I'm shitting on a lot of people tonight, but uh, Sergio Mora was brilliant. He said, this is the way we are. These are the things we do. This is what we expect. This is a ridiculous stoppage. He needs to he needs to be able to, to uh, compete and go the 12 rounds. That was in the uh, Soto fight. Uh, 
He wasn't hurt. There was no reason for that stoppage. He's been stopped once in 40 fights. He went 12 rounds with Chocolatito. Like, breaking it down for this dude, his announcing partner that apparently needs to be commentary for, like, a fashion show or something because I don't know what the hell he's doing commentary on a sport that he doesn't even like to see fighters have to go through adversity, apparently. Like, what is that? And then you throw his ridiculous scorecard into the mix, and I'm talking insanity here. Like, the zone. If you're listening to this, hit me up. Guys, tweet this out. Retweet this out. Send it to the zone. Hit me up, because I'll put my scorecard up against that fool's scorecard any single day of the week. Now, even if you were giving Billy Joe Saunders credit for doing better than what a lot of people said let's throw out the fact that remember he's the most avoided fighter on the planet he's got the best feet in the world his jab is just sensational and he's gonna do what Lara did and he's gonna move and jab and win and get robbed on the car we all heard all that nonsense right forget all about that if you're just watching this fight it's absolutely ridiculous I understand it now I understand why generally overall being consistent in betting is so difficult for people because they just don't understand what they're looking at. It'd be no different than in the stock market, right? If you're trying to invest in the stock market or if you're trying to invest in real estate or anything that requires some knowledge, some studying, some research, some expertise consistently to produce consistent positive results. People just don't have it. I don't care if you're getting paid to sit behind the mic if you're sitting on your couch eating cheetos or if you're just on socials typing away the fact of the matter is people generally do not understand what the hell they are looking at during a fight so it makes sense if you can't understand what you're looking at during a fight how the hell are you capping it before the fight even happens because now you got to look at different styles. You got to look at records. You got to look at their careers. You got to look at their age, their ring age. You got to look at so many different things. Where the fight is, travel. I mean, there's a million different things that's going on that you have to look at. So if you can't even understand what you're looking at when the fight is actually taking place, how the hell are you supposed to do it before the fight actually occurs? And this is why you get what you get. And this is why if you do the work and you put in the effort, just like anything else in the world, then it will pay dividends consistently over time. Yeah. Do I lose? Of course. Everybody loses. But consistently over time. And I've been in this game for decades, yo. So all the hottest people, the people with more followers, the people with more views, whatever. What have you done for me lately? I've been here. The OGs that are on the socials and they know who they are and I know who they are and we know who they are because we know each other. They will vouch for me. I ain't talking shit. I've been here for decades upon decades upon decades doing this. Be mindful of who you're paying attention to. Be mindful of who you're following. Be mindful of who you're allowing to absorb your time, your precious time on this planet. Be mindful of these people because it's easy to have a fancy production, put your face up there and talk some gibberish, but it's not easy to produce consistent positive results over and over and over and over again. There's a lot of flash in the pans. You guys know how many people have come and gone since I've been here and I'm still here. It's totally insane to me 
how during this fight, people were just focused on, wow, look at Billy Joe do that. I mean, the combinations of shit that he was landing, if you wanted to give him a round, were so ridiculous that I guarantee you Canelo has faced much harder rounds in the gym than in that fight. No joke. Not even a question in my mind. That was easier than a sparring session for Canelo Alvarez. But because Billy Joe won a round or two, and I'll give you the official cards right now. 78-74, 78-74, 77-75. Not for Billy Joe Saunders. That was for Canelo Alvarez. But because you have a ridiculous bias commentary from Mannix, which is just trash. If I could have muted him and kept more on, I would have. More Amfrot. Froach. He didn't do bad at all. But Mannix was just ridiculous. But you get this narrative that something is going on that's not really going on. Like, I'm sitting there going, what the hell are these people watching? Specifically Mannix. What, what are you watching? Even on the socials, like, what are you guys talking about that Billy Joe did so well? What? Could you not see what I could see? Listen, I'm not a prophet, but damn, it's right in front of your eyes, yo. Look at it. Canelo Alvarez was breaking this clown down, and that's exactly what he is, a clown. I'm not giving him any space whatsoever on being able to talk all this smack for his entire career across the pond against everybody, everything, and everyone. And then when he loses... Give him the benefit of the doubt. Go, oh, well, you know, he could have a broken orbital. Whatever, dude. Put up or shut up. But again, back to the fight. He was breaking this clown down. Round after round after round. Do your tongue. Stick it out and wiggle it around. Your ass is getting broken down. The fact that people couldn't see this. And when I say people, OGs out there, you know I'm never talking about you. You guys are at the cream of the crop, the top. I understand. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the general peeps, right? The people that are just either not paying attention or getting brainwashed by the commentary that they're listening to. Just don't have a clue to what they're watching. Canelo was breaking this fool down each and every single round. This should have been mentioned. This should have been the spotlight. You can say, well, Billy Joe Sanders landed a nice three-punch combination, but it appears that Canelo is really breaking him down. I want to see how Billy Joe Saunders does over the next three, four, five rounds because Canelo seems to be getting closer and closer and landing these body shots. It doesn't look like Billy Joe Saunders really likes to take those body shots. Is Billy Joe Saunders going to slow down as a run? Nothing. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Again, one of these turds had Billy Joe Saunders winning the fight. You can't make this stuff up. Seriously. It's just absurdities. But. When you have people like this surrounding the sport, covering the sport, influencing the sport, it's an opportunity, guys. It's an opportunity for you guys to cling on knowledgeable, intelligent people that have your best interests at heart. Listen, I don't care if they're touts and they're charging you. 
If they're producing results, whatever, whatever, whatever. If it's somebody like me that's not charging you and you just want to support with Patreon or you want to support with subscription or you want to support with a retweet, whatever, whatever. All of it's appreciated. If you're getting the results, if you're getting the value, then I don't care if you're paying out of pocket for it or if you're just, you know, showing your support in another way. But there are people out there. And a lot of times, you know what the sad thing is? A lot of times they don't have the following that the pretenders in the game do. I'm being real. I told you the beginning of the podcast. You can look at it. My very first video. Some of you are going to like me and some of you are going to hate me. But I'm real. I don't mess around with that BS. I'm going to tell you what I think. You may like it. You may not, may not like it. You may agree with it. You may not agree with it. I'm not always right, and I say that all the time. I will always tell you, yeah, I screwed up, or I thought this, or I thought that was going to happen, or I'll call shit when it's shit. Like, wait a minute. That stoppage was just wrong, regardless of who I'm on. The same thing in the Katie Taylor Jonas fight. Scorecards? Whack! I didn't do a post fight on it, so I'll tell you right now. Whack! But you can go ahead and believe that Katie Taylor only won by one point. Go ahead. The fact of the matter is Katie Taylor cashed. Jonas didn't. So it's the same thing. Prior to this fight, I said excuses are going to be made. I never thought it would be the excuses were being made for Billy Joe Saunders quitting. Which just tells you everything you need to know. Right? Prior to this fight... We already mentioned all the excuses going in. I'm not going to go over every single one of them because we'll be here for four hours. During the fight, on the socials, it was the exact same garbage. Exactly the same. Oh, I hope they don't rob Billy Joe Saunders. Yeah, I'm going to look really bad if Saunders gets robbed here. Oh, Billy Joe Saunders. Sir, what are you talking about? First of all, the fight was very unlikely to go to the scorecards if you saw what I saw, which was he was getting broken down. Like I said, you can clown around. He is a clown. He's a clown outside the ring. He's a clown inside the ring. You can clown around all you want inside that ring. The fact of the matter is Canelo was toying with him. He was playing with him. He was doing exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to put a little hurt on him, a little something-something, and then finish him. You saw he was playing with him in the round that Billy Joe quit in. Literally throwing his hands up in the air, waving the crowd on. He could do what he wanted when he wanted with Billy Joe Saunders. That's the truth. So don't buy into any of this garbage about how Billy Joe was winning a fight and Billy Joe was doing this and Billy Joe was doing that. You know what Billy Joe was doing? Surviving. And when the going got tough, the dude wanted out point blank so all the billy joe saunders fans out there you can make all the excuses you want and come back with the medical records and his eyeball was hanging out this that and the other his arm fell off i don't care you know canelo had bricks in his hands i don't care what excuses we hear the fact of the matter is billy joe saunders showed his true colors tonight and that's why I say competition matters. A glossy record don't mean crap. 30-0 and 0 against who? Another thing. He fights to the level of his competition. Not only did I hear that on social media prior to the fight, they actually said that crap. 
tonight on DAZN. Yeah, he fights up and down to the levels of his competition. Are you serious? Look at his competition. I posted this on the socials prior to the fight. What level of competition? Again, what level of competition are we talking about? This is why I kept telling people on social media, you're comparing him to Lara. This is a bad way to cap this fight. People ignore me. People don't listen. If you don't listen, listen. If you don't listen and bother to take a little bit of time, do a little bit of research, then overall, consistently, you're going to get your ass handed to you. That's just the way it is. It's not only in in this sport, it's in anything in life. Like, you've got to put in some effort. Now, if you find people that you're comfortable with, that you feel that you can put your trust in them, that are going to give you good information and break it down the best they can, then that have consistent track records, that have been around, that aren't a flash in the pan, that aren't something new, exciting, and talking a bunch of rubbish out the mouth, then you can use that as a big, big advantage to you. But you've got to be prepared to ride the highs and lows because nobody's perfect. So if you don't want to put in the work, then find somebody that will do it for you. But just remember, nobody's perfect, myself included. So we're not going to get them all right. And sometimes we're going to be totally, totally wrong. But if you find somebody that's genuine and honest, they will tell you that up front. And not only that, you know they're putting in the work that's supposed to be put in. They're trying their best to achieve the results. Because if you really do this, if you do this, then of course you want the best results. Right? There's a lot of people on the tube that project that they do things, but they don't really do them. You can find this in a lot of genres, not just this, combat sports betting on YouTube, on the socials where they project that they're experts at this, that, and the other, but they're not really doing it. And that's why I said, me and a handful, uh, let's be real here, guys, there's a handful, maybe two, that have been doing this, that if you ask me, I would say, yeah, these guys are legit. The rest of them, I don't care what their Twitter followers are, I don't care how many views they get on YouTube, and I don't care how much money they get paid. You've got dudes like Ariel Hawani up there that covers basketball, MMA, boxing. Apparently he's an expert in everything. Gets paid 500 grand a year. Feuds with Dana White. Cries on air. I mean, all this, right? Like this crazy drama. Accused of having people, you know, pick fights with this fighter and that fighter. So they, you know, almost like reality TV, trying, you know, clickbait shit and stuff like that. I mean, seriously, right? A guy that has talked about the uh, whole quitting aspect as well. I believe that was in a boxing match where he was talking about, you know, people shouldn't be throwing shade and they need to, uh, they need to be able to accept losses like how they do in MMA. Get the, you, I'm like, again, there's other sports, bro. Tennis, golf. I mean, there's other sports. That kind of shit rubs me wrong, yo, because it, it feels like you're not real. And I don't like people that are fake. 
I, it feels like you don't really understand and love and support the sport that you're covering. Because there's certain requirements and skill sets and there's a certain amount of dedication that you need to be in a combat sport. And so I see nothing wrong with people who are putting their hard-earned money on these people to perform to their level that expect them to perform to their level. You just go to your job one day and like, yeah, I'm not going to perform today. You're not going to take any heat whatsoever. Nobody's going to call you on the carpet. You're not going to get written up, potentially fired. There's not going to be problems in the office. You go in, sit in the chair, sleep, whatever. No, I hold people, fighters, sports to a certain standard. The same way I hold myself. We're not perfect, but what I'm saying is go in and do your damn job. It brings it to a whole different level when we're talking about people like Billy Joe freaking Saunders who runs his mouth non-stop. And then when push comes to shove, he looks for the first exit. I mean, they literally asked Froch. Froch or Froch? I've heard it said two different ways. Uh, How is this going to be perceived across the pond? And he was like, uh, I mean, I could see he was trying to be diplomatic about it, but he was like, well, we'll have to see. You know, that's what they're saying. Like, if it comes out as a broken orbital or something, then, of course, it'll be, well, you know, he wouldn't have been able to continue anyway. He had a broken orbital and blah, 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 blah. That's not the point. I'm not saying the fight should have went 9, 10, 11, 12 rounds, that he should have fought with his eyes closed and this, that, and the other. That's why there's referees. That's why there's doctors, Right. Even his corner, you could get away with, hey, hey, Billy, can you see? Yeah, I can see. Wink, wink. Oh, you can't go out, Billy. We're going to stop the fight, right? So you save face, right? I mean, come on. We know the tricks of the trade. But in the end, it was exactly what we, the people that do this for real, the people that put in the time, energy, and effort, said it would be. It would be a Canelo whitewash, 22-foot ring, gloves, cushioning, all this other nonsense, moon up, sundown, too hot, too cold, raining, snowing, all this stuff we talked about in the, in the pre-fight video, this is what I was saying. In my opinion, it was not a good look. In my opinion, it was not mind games. Like you're playing 3D chess. In my opinion, it was a dude who knew deep down he hadn't faced anybody at this level and he had doubts. Listen, you can lie to anybody and everybody, but it's very difficult to lie to yourself. In the end, Canelo Alvarez made Billy Joe Saunders quit on the stool in the eighth round. Ooh-wee! How sweet it is. That's it. For this episode of Fight Junkie, I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.